610 Podcast. I am your host, Jay Hollihan, and I'm back here. I'm thrilled to be back here on this Saturday evening as Penn State blanks the Iowa Hawkeyes, the 24th-ranked Hawkeyes, 31 to nothing. Penn State's first-ranked um, contest of the season, and they handled Iowa. Karma is, I can't say it, but it it is what you know. You all are thinking for the Iowa Hawkeyes. That's why you don't do what Iowa did two years ago and mock teams when they have players hurt on the on the field of play. Whiteout was too much for Iowa, um, and to be honest with you, I thought it would be. You know, you're always a little concerned going into the game you know you're thinking you know well this could happen that could happen Iowa you know with that defense um but I wasn't overly concerned um but you know I did think that they'd keep it close and I was assuming with maybe the way Penn State played last week perhaps you know maybe the offense could you know go shaky I was completely wrong they were so ready for this whiteout they were ready to be back home and I mean, it was it was awesome. It was a whale of a game by the Penn State Nittany Lions, and it started off, you know, slow. Penn State, you know, unfortunately had a three and out, and they punted. But then Iowa gave them the ball with a uh, Eric All fumble recovered by Curtis Jacobs, who's turning into the pigskin magnet i mean i think this is like his third turnover in as many games now or in uh two games now for the nittany lions i believe he had one last week and then he just had one there today and he's he's really playing very very well to start the season penn state goes down 17 plays the drive would stall um and you know penn state would have to kick a field goal, go up 3 nothing, um, And, you know, solid to say the least there. But, you know, you, you, you were anticipating more um, to say the least. But nevertheless, you know, you, you, you get into field goal range. You get it done. Um, like I said, though, would have liked perhaps to have taken an early lead. You know, not had to sweat it out a little bit more there. Um, because Iowa, you know, took over another three and out Penn state three and out. Um, but then Iowa, you know, gave it back to Penn state and they went down the field, put six on the board to Khalil Dinkins and they're up 10 to nothing to start the game. Iowa three and out. Um, and then. Penn State would go on a long drive, and they would again have to unfortunately punt, which I think is just, you know, kind of the 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 first half. I feel like both teams were just feeling themselves out at this point. I think both teams were just kind of, you know, seeing what the other team was going to do, trying to get a feel for each other's defense, and you know, Penn State hit. Uh, hit the locker room, 10 nothing. They come out, they have the ball, they go on a 15-play drive. This third quarter was the 
uh, turning point of the game. Drew Aller with a touchdown pass to Tyler Warren um, put Penn State up 17-0. Iowa would punt, and then Penn State gets the ball back. They go down on another drive, and this, you know, I think about what was the best play of the game, and this wasn't it, but this was the best throw of the game from Drew Aller. He's rolling to his right. He stops. He sees Tyler Warren open in the end zone. He flings it across his body to the far side of the field. Warren catches it, and it's a 17-0 Penn State lead with the field goal. And I just think it showed off Drew Aller's you know, arm strength, showed off his ability to, uh, to keep the play um, moving uh, and to keep his eyes downfield. Iowa would give the ball right back to Penn State. And then Drew Aller found Keandre Lambert-Smith for a uh, three-yard touchdown, a little fade route. This was the best play because Drew Aller, number one, is going again from his throwing side to the far side of the field. This is a tough throw for quarterbacks to make, and he makes this throw. Keandre Lambert-Smith makes a great catch in the end zone. He's got himself a touchdown. 31-0 Penn State. That was all she wrote um and like i said you know iowa listen do i think iowa should be a ranked team i'll be honest with you no iowa does not deserve to be a ranked team coming into this game um but we'll take it we'll take a win over a ranked opponent um and iowa you know we may be seeing them down the line hopefully with a little bit more at stake um you know but i really think that the way penn state put the ball and trusted in drew aller to come back this week after a struggling game last week and he was a little bit of a game manager i mean you know it it was tough conditions but completed 25 of 37 passes and they ran the ball to Catron Allen, 21 carries, 72 rushing yards. Um, and he's really led the way. I mean, I don't think I have the numbers. I don't have the numbers exactly in front of me right now. But I'm going to probably guess that in the majority of the games this season, Catron Allen, I would assume, has been the leading rusher for Penn State. I would have thought it would have been Nicholas Singleton. But for a majority of these games, it's been Catron Allen. I mean, you know, it's, yes, three of the first four games of the season, Catron Allen has dominated um, in getting the carries, which I think is just really, really huge for him because, you know, last year was a little bit more Nicholas Singleton, but you're seeing the play of Catron Allen, and it just, I mean, it's, if you're an opposing defensive coordinator, it's tough to stop. You saw it tonight with Iowa. Iowa, you know, we know about their great defense, um, how they, you know, stress it. But really, really, you know, Penn State just, I mean, they took them apart. You know, I think they imposed their will. And anyone that was expecting um, a trap game or a a letdown wasn't going to happen. Certainly wasn't going to happen during the whiteout the fans were there it was rocking at beaver stadium in the rain it was wet uh 110k strong for that game huge turnout um 
and uh, really, really excited uh, to to see you know what the fans have planned moving forward as we continue on throughout the season. You know how loud it's going to continue to get. I mean, you saw it there tonight. It affected Iowa a couple times, um, but yeah, exciting to see you know what this Penn State fan base brings um and you know it's a shame we you know Penn State in the east right now they are atop the conference um but it's too bad we couldn't have seen an Ohio State loss tonight to Notre Dame and Notre Dame let us down um you know definitely let me down because I pull for those guys as well but you know just gut-wrenching loss there but for Penn State handling their business going one and oh i mean that was huge um and it looks like you know the the penn state defense i mean this is probably one of so far it's only four games but from what i'm seeing this is one of the best penn state defenses i can remember seeing under james franklin i mean last year was pretty darn good this year, they have the potential to be better. Now, they got to keep working at it. Can't get complacent. Um, I would like to see more out of the defensive line, but I'm really enjoying what I'm seeing out of Curtis Jacobs, someone who I was, you know, really not. I wasn't expecting him to come in and be such a beast. I was expecting it to be Abdul Carter, who did a great job tonight. But Curtis Jacobs, man, he's putting it, he's putting it together. Um, they were, you know, strong tonight on the run. They only allowed 20 rushing yards to Iowa. They allowed Cade McNamara only 42 passing yards. Cade McNamara, Penn State has uh, been familiar with this guy throughout his years um, when he was the starting quarterback at Michigan. Um, you know, and uh, and he got another uh, taste of that Penn State crowd this time. Penn State comes away with the win the last time, and only time he would have been in beaver stadium was in 2021 and michigan unfortunately beat the nittany lions that day um in kind of a similar you know cloudy dreary weather wise game but um anyways just great job tonight by penn state i mean this is you know this this was great i mean screw iowa you know always had respect for iowa until they turned into complete uh assholes a few years ago but Thank goodness Penn State came out, got the job done, got the win, and now you're on to Northwestern. So, you know, you you celebrate this win for, you know, the rest of the night. I'm sure they're going crazy at the bars. But uh, you celebrate this win, then tomorrow it's preparing for Northwestern, who, by the way, just came back. Dramatic, uh, you know, come-from-behind win for that program against Minnesota. We know how that program has taken a turn for the worse, um, you know, recently with what they've been going through personally. You got to come out. You got to handle business. Um, that's, you know, that's kind of my message uh, right now to everyone out there. Um, that's what you want to see out of Penn State. So thanks, everyone, for tuning in. Um, I will be putting out another Penn State episode, as always, this upcoming Thursday. I was a day early, for literally forgot the day of the week and put it out on Wednesday. Um, but I'll be putting out a Penn State preview of that Northwestern game as Penn State hits the road 
and I will be putting out another episode here on the 610 podcast tomorrow as the Philadelphia Phillies wrap up a four-game series against the New York Mets. So thanks, everyone, for tuning in, and I'll talk to you next time.